Hi, Khalil. Hey, you ready? Hmm, ready for what exactly? Well, we're about to get up close and personal with flu. But maybe first we should introduce ourselves. I'm Khalil Thurloway and I'm an immunologist at Nottingham University. And I'm not sure I want to do this. Ah, come on, let's do it. Okay, okay, here goes. I'm Connie Orbeck from the Naked Scientist team and I guess it's time to get a little bit fluey. It's that time of year again and winter brings with it loads of diseases, including one particularly nasty character, flu. I'm going to be persuading you that having a flu jab is actually one of the best things you can do this winter. Okay, I'm not sure a vaccine will ever be one of the best things I could do, but you're welcome to try. What actually is the flu then? Well, flu is a virus. Viruses are much smaller than bacteria, and because they aren't actually technically alive, they can't grow on their own, and instead they rely on using our cells. They break in and hijack them for their own purposes. Each flu virus is a tiny particle about one ten thousandth of a millimetre across, consisting of an outer coat, inner genetic material, and this controls how flu behaves once it infects you. If it's that small, how will I even know I've got it? Well, it'll be a bit like a cold at first, you know, sneezing, sore throat, but then it'll get worse. you have a pounding headache, aching limbs, and you won't want to get out of bed. People often use the word flu to describe a cold, but you'll know when you've really got it. Okay, that sounds a bit worse than just a runny nose. And how do I get it in the first place? Well, it can spread like wildfire. The virus can be given to you mainly by breathing in someone else's sneeze or cough. <laughs> Tiny virus particles cling onto the little water droplets and they land in your airways where they can set up a whole new infection in you. Lovely. You can also quite literally pick up flu by touching something that's been contaminated with the virus, like money or door handles. In fact, the flu can survive outside the human body for up to two days. And then along you come, pick it up and provide a lovely new home for the virus. They look a little bit like spiky footballs, only much smaller. The spikes are the molecules that the viruses use to stick onto and invade your cells. Now, give it a couple hours. Oh, there's two. Now there's four, eight. Ugh, where do they all come from? Well, the virus tricks the cell into mistaking it for a friend. Hello. And the virus particle is allowed to enter. Once inside the cell, it drops its disguise and releases its genetic material, which hijacks the cell, shutting down all of its normal processes and turning the cell into a flu factory capable of producing hundreds or even thousands of new viruses. Eventually, these infected cells will die, but not before the emerging viruses have spread to the rest of your airways and infected the other cells nearby. You probably won't even realise you're sick for another day or two, but inside your body, something has raised the alarm. The infected cell may be doomed, but it releases a chemical signal warning its neighbouring cells to go into defensive lockdown, making it harder for the flu's foot soldiers to invade and multiply. These chemicals have a nasty side effect though, They're what cause you fevers, your aches, pains, and also the feeling of intense tiredness. Okay, none of that sounds like something I want. Don't worry, as well as going on the defensive, your body's also getting ready to counterattack. Your immune system, 
your own personal army has recognised that there's an invader inside you. But it's quite slow to react. It needs time to rally the troops and work out a plan of action. It doesn't leave you completely defenceless though, oh no. In the meantime, you produce large amounts of sticky mucus in the airways to prevent further infections. This is why you're so blocked up during a cold. Aches, pains, runny nose. Well, this doesn't sound like much of a holiday, but it's not the end of the world, right? It's not as if the flu could kill you. Well, you'd be surprised. If you've already got a chronic illness like diabetes or asthma or heart or kidney disease, if you're over 65 or if you're pregnant, you're at much greater risk of having severe complications. In fact, if you have liver disease, there's up to a 40% chance that a flu infection could be fatal. And what's more, whilst you're dealing with all this, your defences are weakened, so you're extra vulnerable to an attack from another army, like an ear infection or pneumonia. And at that point, things can start to look really bad. Okay, okay, I don't want that. But can't I just take some antibiotics? Antibiotics are great at taking down bacteria, but when it comes to viruses, they're not going to do a thing. It's like using a plaster to treat a bruise, completely ineffective. Although a plaster isn't going to upset your stomach or give you diarrhoea, like some antibiotics might. Right, so what can I do? Remember how I said your immune system was slow to act? This is because there's a delay. It takes time for the immune system to work out what the invader looks like, and then send out the troops. This means that the flu always has a head start over its immune pursuers. Okay, I feel like my defence system needs a bit of help here. Well, that's where the vaccine comes in. Coffin approximately five seconds remaining till impact. Five, four, three, two, well, the injection basically one. parachutes pieces of the flu virus into your body so the immune system can gather intelligence of what they look like and draw up a suitable plan of attack. It assembles seek and destroy weapons ready to unleash on the virus at a moment's notice. And with this advanced warning, your immune soldiers will stay on the lookout for the virus so that if it enters your body, you're ready to take it out before it can infect any of your cells. Hold on, hold on. You're asking me to voluntarily put a piece of flu inside myself. Sounds like a terrible idea. Well, it would be if it was the entire virus, but vaccines only use dead or weakened bits of the flu. They're grown in labs, but then they're blasted before they can come anywhere near you. There's absolutely no way a flu vaccine will give you the flu. The pieces are dead, but your body will remember what they look like in case of the next attack. Okay, I've got you counterintelligence, and there's no risk of side effects. Well, sometimes your arm can be a bit sore from the injection, and you might feel a little tired or achy for about a night, because your immune system's working in overdrive. But the vaccines are tested over and over again, so they're really safe. But it doesn't sound like a good idea if you're pregnant, though. Well, actually, having the vaccine while you're pregnant is a lot safer than getting the flu while you're pregnant, which can cause you to go into labour early or put you at risk of other infections. The jab even protects your baby for a while after it's born. OK, I'm sold. But how do I get this vaccine? It's available free to high-risk groups. It's just a quick injection in your arm and you're done. Well, that was surprisingly easy. And now I never have to think about flu again. Eh, not quite. Oh. You're safe for this year, but the flu virus is a master of disguise. It mutates and keeps changing its appearance as it circulates through the population. So when our backs are turned during the summer, the flu viruses are mutating and changing elsewhere around the world. That means that when they return the following winter, your immune system probably won't recognise them. Well, 
that's hardly playing fair. Indeed, which is why if you want to avoid coming down with the flu again each winter, it's important to keep your immune system up to date with the latest counterintelligence. With a vaccine? Exactly. But remember, it doesn't work immediately. Vaccines take a few weeks before you're fully defended against an infection. So don't leave it until everyone around you sneezing and coughing to get vaccinated. Because by then, it might be too late. Right, so get the vaccine, get it early, top it up each winter. It's the best way to avoid a potentially deadly illness and beating it before it's even started. Plus, avoiding those weeks in bed feeling like rubbish seems like a bit of a bonus. Precisely. So, what are you thinking? Have I won you over? Well, I guess so. I mean, the vaccine seems like a small price to pay for... I said it was free! (laughs) Well, that's true. Even better to avoid all that bother. Now, seeing as you're an expert on flu, Khalil, just one last question. Man flu, real or not real? Well, there is some research that suggests a difference in immune response between men and women, but so far it's not really been conclusive either way, so the jury's still out on that one. It is a really convenient excuse though, so I'm going to keep using it. Yeah, 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 that old excuse again. Now, I may not be a man, but I have to say I've definitely told my boss that I've got the uh, (coughs) flu a few times too, when it was probably just a cold or maybe a bit too much red wine down the pub. From what Khalil has said, it sounds like most of us use that word as a catch-all phrase when really we'd be feeling a whole lot worse. Though at least he's given me some handy info to fine-tune my excuses next time. That was immunologist Khalil Furloway from the University of Nottingham. I'm Connie Orbach, and this was brought to you by The Naked Scientists. <laughs>